Once upon a time, there were two badass women who thought mom brain was complete BS. Then they had babies, became besties, and decided to start a podcast to talk about how they were totally wrong. Welcome to Blame It on Mom Brain. Welcome back to Blame It on Mom Brain. This is Amanda. And this is Jodine. And today we are going to talk about Amanda's recent experience solo parenting for basically a week, like a, a week, Saturday, yeah. Friday. Right, Saturday, Friday. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, Will went out of town for some work-related things, and you and Romeo flew solo, and you had lots of things going on. And good lord, there's a lot of stuff that happens in our brain and um, physically, and things that you have to accomplish. And we're going to talk about that today. And I just want to start by saying that I'm very proud of you for getting through it, and also just props to any single moms out there because Let's, this shit's MVP. freaking hard. <laughs> Right? <laughs> like when we were deciding that we this was going to be a podcast episode, like like single parent week, that's what we called it. I was like, and we need to be crystal fucking clear that single moms or single parent, like single parents are the absolute MVP. Like they just yeah, are. There's like no, they're the magic, they're the essence, they're the whole thing. So thank you for that because you really were with me like every step of the way of that week. And it isn't, although it's not the first time I've been alone, like, really 24 hours a day, seven days a week with my little one. It was the most recent and my kid is not the same as he was now as he was um, last September, actually same month um, when Will went away for another week. So did he go for a week that the last time for five days? Okay. Mm -hmm. They went for five days. So last year, my partner and his sister went to New York City, to which I said, Oh, my God, absolutely go. It's it's like a birthday trip that they decided it was Will's 30th. And, and I was like, I'm not going to New York City. I've been there a billion times. I'm good. I'm not going to bring Romeo the whole thing. Just go. Just go, please. Sure. So they, went, they had the absolute best time. While they were gone, I got to have my bestie, Katie, who slept over for one night. So that was really cool because she and I got to have like supper bath time, a sleepover. And then, you know, she was off to work the next day, but the company was really cool. I had family who was nearby as well. So that made it, um, Oh, speak of the devil. Katie just texted me. Um, I love <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I just got to, to do a, a couple fewer days and had a little bit of family drop-ins, which made everything feel a little bit more like I'm not so solo, but this time wasn't quite the same given, um, I was really, really sick. So, you know, I was trying to navigate healing from the probably the gnarliest sinus infection I've had in a very, very long time. It was really, really rough. All at the same time as he was leaving, I had just gotten my medication a day or two before he left. So I think we've covered this on the episode. I don't think there's anything harder than doing the full time stay at home mom thing. Like then when you're also really, really sick. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. And of course, maybe what's worse is the kid is also really, really sick, but mm. thankfully Romeo wasn't. And so I just went into this in pretty rough shape to begin with, but I'd known about this work trip that he had for quite a while. So, you know, I'd mentally prepared as much as possible. I'd asked any family members if they felt like coming for a little staycation at my place that, you know, they were welcome to come by while he was out of town, but ultimately timing didn't work for others. And so it really was just like, okay, we're just doing this thing. Um, it went so well. I'm blown away by how 
much stronger and empowered I feel after that week. The shit that I did made me like if if the me before the trip could see the me at the end, like she'd be like, girl, you did that. And and with like a foam finger with my name on it, just so just waving it, just so proud about how I managed to navigate all the things. And there's a lot, right? Like there's there's you not feeling in top shape, but then on top of it, there's, you know, bath times and bedtimes and every meal that you're cooking and protesting the naps and wanting to sleep in your bed instead. And I think the thing that really surprised me the most was how fearful I felt that very first night when he wasn't <laughs> yeah. here. I was actually thinking about that because this is not a mom topic specifically. This is just a female topic. And I have had this conversation. I mean, I've worked in male dominated industry for a very long time. Um, and it's something I'm very aware of. And it's that men and women have very different fears. And when you messaged me, I almost like giggled to myself because I'm like, oh, this, of course, you know, like, of course, of course, she, of course she has this, right? <laughs> of course, she's terrified of being by herself. Why wouldn't she be? Like, I, I, it was just like so obvious to me. <laughs> like, and this isn't like a by myself with my baby. This is a by myself, like in the house. That's what I yeah, mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. for sure. That's what I mean. It's not a parent related thing whatsoever. No. It's like, Jodine, I am afraid of being in this house by myself right now. Like, yeah. like that thing, like, tell us if you can relate. Okay. Yes. Can you <laughs> please tell us? We we'll do a poll. We'll do a poll. Because I'm just like, man, it's just, it's just ridiculous it was, that we have to be lot. so fearful, right? Like it's a topic in itself. Is It's a topic mm. in itself. And what's funny is that I don't, like, I didn't even, it wasn't even on my radar. I must have either erased my memory from how I felt last year when, when, when he went away. I don't know, but I don't remember being like this. So the fact is that I go to bed every night at like 8.30 or something or 9.30. Like I go to bed before my partner. He's an absolute night owl. He goes to bed much later, like typically past midnight. Okay. So I never deal with like double checking the front door is locked or knowing what the house sounds like without somebody kind of moving around it. And then of course I know who's moving around it. And so there's a lot that makes me feel like, okay, he's got it. I'm going to bed. But that first night for about a solid hour, I was texting Jodine and basically Jodine and Neil. And I was like, I'm petrified. I've never heard these noises before. And like, granted, I've also only been living here for two months at this point, but it's like, I'm like, I am, I'm, I'm, I don't know what that is. Is that someone in my house? I started barricading like the baby gate with the toddler tower so that if anyone was coming in, I could hear the struggle. Like, because someone's <laughs> always trying to murder us, right? Yeah. Like that's... <laughs> rationale there <laughs> yeah, and, then, and then my baby didn't even sleep not one but not one night in his brand new big kid bed which he had spent all weekend organizing alone okay because I was like that's one less thing for me to worry about you know if he's in a separate room and I have to run what if someone gets there before I do no so, no okay. so he's ridiculous sleeping. like wait right when I think about it because because I understand all of it but it's just so crazy that we think that way like what's wrong with us? it's <laughs> like, just fear it's just irrational anxiety oh you know gosh. yeah no, so I was I like he's sleeping it. with me so Romeo slept with me all week long for everything naps bedtime he slept with me and and I did I napped at every one of his naps where he was sleeping because I was so burned out I was I had nothing left like it yeah, was around the clock you have to I had to sleep and so you know I got in maybe two workouts I was super physically active every day regardless of <laughs> yeah. if I was lifting a dumbbell like I was always on the go um and then also we had a lot of things going on this week didn't we 
all the same oh week. Oh my god, yeah, 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 yeah. So many things because you put you decided to put Romeo in daycare this week. <laughs> yes. So on the Friday, the day before Will was leaving, like I had been still kind of poking around. I, I had sort of abandoned ship on the daycare search, but earlier that week I had made a post in a community Facebook group saying, like, hey, super part-time. That's what I'm looking for. Like two days three at the most for my little one who likes to be around like older kids um just you know would love to get him back in a daycare system because he's absolutely thrived in daycare for five or six months when we were in New Zealand like it was such a positive experience for us and uh like to the point where he'd never want to leave when I go pick him up so I was like you know I feel like sometimes he's a little bored with me and Mm -hmm. I and and anyone can be his teacher it doesn't have to just be me you know what I'm saying so I was like where, where, you know, if, if you happen to know anywhere that's taking part-time, which I found that was the struggle is that people don't want part-time. They want full-time people paying. Um, but I ended up finding a place. So that Friday they offered us a visit. We went to go visit. We felt that it aligned. The deposit was sent. And by Monday morning, my little one had a spot for three days a week. And I, it all yeah, happened. On the same. Yeah, it was so good. It happened really quick. And the next day Will left. So I had to do the whole school list of stuff like label label all your children's clothing. Make sure they have X amount of spare clothes at our place at all times. Buy the wipes, bring the diapers, make sure they have a blanket or something cozy they like to nap with, bring crib sheets, make sure like just every stitch of thing that you bring has to have their name on it. So I'm just sitting there like with little clothing labels, labeling every single thing, washing all the stuff, getting everything packed and organized, making sure I'm working through that entire list. And, you know, this is like Sunday, this is Sunday. So I'm the next day, all of it's go time. Lunches must be provided by home. So I'm there making everything I can to make the lunches for the week. So it's basically meal prep Sunday. Um, And it was just like, okay, Monday we get going. So that's what we did. Monday, we did two hours. What? Sorry. Tuesday was three hours. And then Wednesday was five hours. Um, to, what, the coolest thing about the the beginning was that I got to be there for the first 30, 45 minutes of the first day so that I, so he could feel comfortable with me around. And he felt so great that I was out of there. He didn't pay any attention to me. He was completely, you know, elated to be just around a new environment, new toys, new children. It was cool. Um, so that went really well. It did. I admit I cried, you know, for five minutes or less every day. <laughs> Driver's seat after dropping him off. Oh, that was still rough. That was still really rough. What would you say has been the biggest transformation that happened throughout the week? So, you know, you start off the the weekend, you're like, I can't even go to bed tonight because I'm afraid someone's outside my door with an axe um, to the next day I'm bringing my son to daycare and that's super emotional. And then at what point do you start to settle in and being like, okay, I I can do this? Like, obviously, you're not choosing this life forever, but you... you you are accepting the fact that you are capable of doing this. You are able, you know, you're, you're starting to gain more confidence. Like, did you, was there a specific point that that happened? Yes. I would say the second night, um, on Sunday night, basically when I was able to go to sleep and only panic for 10 minutes instead of an hour, <laughs> I could visibly see that I was starting to implement all the things I've learned from my personal development books which was, it's time to take control of the bullshit your anxiety is telling you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was so empowering. It was like from then it was like, zoom. Okay, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in and I'm on and mm-hmm. I'm ready. And it felt so cool. I felt like, I don't know. I just felt like Iron Man suiting up. Like, <laughs> I, I That night I had 
10 minutes of being like, shit, I still don't know what that sound is. I still don't know what that sound is. Oh my God, I'm going to go close the door. Okay. He's sleeping beside me. He's fine. I'm going to go do a tour around the house, but it only lasted 10 minutes. And then, you know, I'm back in bed and I was like, I have done every single thing I can to be as safe as possible. I've, I've done everything. Like the house is, you know, protected, guarded, locked. Everything I can think of is, is in order. Like there's, there is nothing else for me to the best of my ability. I have protected myself and my family. So it's time to calm down. It's time to go to sleep. You have a big day tomorrow. You need your rest. Like that was sort of the, like, it was almost like I needed to parent myself like a properly parent. And that is perpetually what motherhood is teaching me. It's like all the things that you know, maybe you didn't get taught from your parents, or even if they did teach it to you, they're not necessarily around you every 30 seconds. Like you need to be willing to give yourself the hard talks of like, we don't have time to be losing our shit right now. We have only time for some rest and then some hustle, like we've got to go. So I think that moment switched a lot for me because it became like, okay, usually at night I'm really so exhausted and yes this was a temporary this is a work trip but it was like usually you're exhausted but maybe this time we're going swimming or going to the park or we're gonna have like bath time and like story time right after we're gonna pick four books instead of two you know like like it was just like pushing myself Mm -hmm. to saying like I can handle whatever needs done anything that's gonna come up I've got this I can drive to whatever appointment I can be tired but still successful and I can set boundaries and if there needs to be some screen time in there there's screen time like it was all of it was like everything is fine everything is figure outable it was really awesome yeah there's like a newfound energy that almost yeah happens out of necessity right yeah. like when your brain is realizes oh wait nobody is nobody's coming to help me to give me yeah. relief you yeah. suddenly kick into overdrive and and, you know, I've only done this for short stints at a time as well. Week, 10 days, like that's the longest I've done it as well. And I imagine at some point you start to, to seriously burn out. Luckily, yes. we haven't had to get to that point. Because uh, <laughs> I know at the end of the week, you told me, you know, oh my gosh, I feel so um, empowered and I feel amazing about how the week went. I, like, I feel so great in myself and everything I've accomplished. But help is is very wanted and very accepted and very, you know, appreciated. And, and that's why I started out saying like single parents, my God, props to you, because how would you as a single parent that does this every single day, how do you find those moments for yourself? Right? Like so challenging. It would be so difficult. And now if you had your daycare set up regularly, obviously you would have those three days a week. This was an odd week for that because you were just yes. starting, but yes. you could have that. Um, but even then, if the kid is sick, you have to go home and you have to deal with that. Right. So and you take the kid home. Yeah. And we, yeah. you know, you, especially as li- our listeners, you know, we've had plenty of moments like that with having sent him to daycare in the past. So it's like, I'm already mentally preparing for the fact that that's inevitable, but you're right. Like it was such a transitional week for us. Like there were so many things going on um, that the very first day of uh, daycare that night, um, I had a babysitter who we'd interviewed on a video call maybe a week and a half prior to this. But that night we had scheduled a meeting for her to come by and get to know my little one and meet me in person and see if they connected and if we connected and, you know, from there potentially have the extra set of hands because, you know, we don't have grandparents or help or anybody you know, maybe even besides you, Jodine, but like, it's not like you can help us do the things that we might need, um, mm-hmm. you know, the way a babysitter can be ready. So it's like, um, w- 
at this point I, I was like, okay, so I also need to meet her tonight and see how it goes with my little one and what that experience is like. So it was just like, I didn't have time to be off. I was just mm-hmm. constantly on, on, on the whole way. And that's why toward the end of the week, um, when you're basically on this hamster wheel of we have to get up time for breakfast. Okay. Got to pack the lunch and then we go out, but then I go back only an hour and a half later, I go pick them up. Um, and that time I've scrubbed the toilets, I've cleaned the bathrooms and then I'm already back in the car. Like it was, there was like no stop. The only time I would stop, like I said, is whenever he'd nap because he napped at home every single day of daycare. He didn't, the third day he was meant to nap there and he, he would not nap. Mm-hmm. He, like he just wouldn't nap there. So what does that mean? I don't know, but we'll see <laughs> this week how that goes because it's his first full week of full three days. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like the babysitter encounter went super, super well. So that made me feel really good that I vetted a person that I felt comfortable with and will move forward with. Um, but then by the end of the week, it was really clear that my brain was on like temporary mode. It was on like, like I was saying to you, I have, I am not Wonder Woman proud. Like when everyone's like, man, you're, you're a superhero. You're Wonder Woman. I'm like, no, no, I'm a woman who is happy to ask for help. Mm -hmm. I used to put that beard of Wonder Woman on until I realized Wonder Woman was probably very lonely and very exhausted. Mm -hmm. Like she probably wanted a crew. In fact, I can think of many moments in movies of Wonder Woman where she loved her on her crew so much. So it's (laughs) like, I, I find that for me, I feel that I wouldn't have started a family with a partner that I didn't feel was not only my equal, but somebody who was not helping, I'm using air quotations, me parent, but just fucking parenting. Yeah. So whenever my partner's around, like we are, I am supported and he is supported. And if mm-hmm. I, if I've got only 20, but he's got 60, then he's covering for me that day, yeah. you know, like, and, and that was what you lack in those moments of high intensity, short term duration of being solo stay at home the whole thing and the thing that you know made me feel a little bit touched out and kind of spread thin and exhausted was not only the fact that I was sick as shit the entire week but it Mm -hmm. was that my little one slept with me for everything like I said overnight four naps super clingy constantly with me except for the 10 9 or 10 hours he was at daycare he was just on me in some Mm. way and by the end of it I was like I genuinely need to get in the car with nobody and go Yeah. yeah anywhere. I need to go anywhere untouched without snacks, without, you know, a a Netflix show on for my piece, like, because that's still not my mental piece. I don't want to be listening to, you know, a little show like I I need the extra hands. And so and so where did you go? I went to a whole a health food store, kind of like Whole Foods, um, but a, di- a different version of that. <laughs> I went to a fucking grocery store, you guys. Sometimes grocery stores count as self care. You know, I posted that on my stories the day. Especially bougie ones. Yeah, a really bougie grocery store. Um, to just peruse, walk around. I got a little gift for a friend. Like there was um just this beautiful like. I can do whatever and no one is going to yell about it. And I let me read to... the ingredients on this list let without me... someone knocking this out of my hand. <laughs> oh, I don't know what that's on the list. I'll Google it too. Cause I have the luxury of time. Like it was so fucking funny. Like it was the same day that he re- got home. He, no, sorry. He got home really late Friday night, Saturday morning. I'm in a grocery store. It was so funny. Will goes, I haven't been home for 12 hours and you've already left. Um, but he knew, he knew like there's, just you can't act like that's not a reality like mm-hmm. he, he, 
he was busy. He was working on his work trip, but after his work trip, they'd go in the pool or they'd go for a hike or they'd go to a bar with live music and barbecue food. Like I didn't have any Mm -hmm. such like, like clock in clock out. I was on, 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 on the whole way. Like when he was at daycare for even his longest day of four and a half or five hours, all I kept thinking was, I know he's not napping. So I'm going to get everything set up for the snack and then the nap, which Mm -hmm. is inevitably going to happen when Mm -hmm. he gets home here. And, um, what time do I have to leave? Okay, then I can do this and I can do this work and I'm paying these bills. Like it was go, go, go the whole, whole way, even when I was alone for that little bit of time. So I happily received the help when, (laughs) uh, not the help, but the parenting, the additional hands for parenting when my partner returned home. But man, like it just feels like I can like throw a lightning bolt. Like I can just do anything, anything that was like, oh, but if you're a bit anxious to go there because what if he pulls a fit or what if he poops his pants right when we're arriving at the thing or or if there's no parking and you can't find parking like I am an anxious person and so these thoughts as you know completely irrational which is literally what anxious thoughts are irrational as they are they do stop me sometimes mm-hmm. they do they they make me like feel deterred to do a thing they make me doubt myself they make me you know not find the pursuit of the endeavor or the action or the event or the activity worth it for me sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that only holds me back. Mm -hmm. But what this week proved to me was that, you know, even if you are tired, even if he pulls a shit fit, even if there's lots of poop and you forget the wipes, or even if like, even if I can, and that was such a beautiful shift for me. It went from, but what if to, but even if, Mm -hmm. and that was like, yeah, just that lightning bolt moment. Um, was so expansive Mm -hmm. and also peaceful. I can't tell you how much anxiety winds you up, stresses you out and makes you feel like a shell of yourself. Yeah, you're exhausted and that may be how you feel like a shell of yourself too. But why make it harder on yourself from all this negative self-talk that you throw around mentally? It weighs on you. There is weight to that. What's it costing you? And this week made me realize I'm paying for it a lot. And having the ability to do things my way around the clock and realize uh, the countless, but countless, beautiful, fun, exciting, just joyful moments I shared with my baby, it, it just, it, it made all the fears and all the what ifs and all the stupid gremlins in the shadow that are hiding in the closet of my mind, it made them, well, it just made me open the window and shine light on them. And what happens with gremlins <laughs> when light is there? Well, they, they, you know, they can't handle the light. So they vanish. Right. So it's like they did. And I was what stepped into that light instead. And man, there is nothing more powerful than a woman who's made up her mind that she's going to do it. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. And I really love, cause I've experienced this as well. I think anyone that does, you go into it just really nervous and anxious and not knowing what to expect. And the first day, the second day are so overwhelming and because it's just such a major shift from what you're used to. But then gradually as the week goes on, the difference that you feel and see in yourself. And I've told you before, you you just get good at it. You get better at it, it. right? You get good at it. And and whether you choose that or not, like you just learn to take on that. You adapt. We're so adaptable, um, you know, as as people, as women, as mothers. And it, and honestly, you kind of get a different, like, I remember you were like, 
sending me pictures of you and Romeo in the bed together. And you're like, oh, I love this. And, you know, like best moments ever in the morning. And I, I was like, it. who needs, who needs a fiance? Yeah. <laughs> and we were both like, who does? <laughs> no, but no, This is my boyfriend. Was, this is my man oh, right here. <laughs> yes. Here's my little man. And like, just the, the I want to just soak him. I'm going to like sniff his morning breath. He just smells so delicious. Like I'm just, I could eat him. I could eat him. And so like, there were so many moments like that. Like I was telling Jodine, that I filmed a little four minute video clip of Romeo mm. and I eating supper together. I just made soup and broccoli and um, like spring rolls in the oven. That was what we had. Okay. Tomato soup and, and vegetables and little treat. And so I just filmed us eating and it was like, we were on a date. That little boy was so good at just spooning sp- like, like soup into his mouth, eating broccoli, like a champ dipping his little egg rolls in the sauce. Like, he, and, and then he would come and take my face in his hands and he'd cuddle me and we'd, we'd give each other a little kiss. And then with our water, we'd do ching ching. <laughs> and I was like, look at you. You are not surviving this. You are thriving through this. It was the absolute confirmation that we do need rest. Asking for help is a strong stance and having a partner, not a helper is absolutely the way I've chosen to live my life with my fiance. Mm-hmm. But if all is said and done and it really is just me i've got this i've mm-hmm. always got this i have always had this and i happily took the relief but i i did it like high-fiving the version of me who had none and yeah. was just like thank you for like showing up for me in a time where we were kind of sweating this trip coming and this week on our own and that no one could come in and you didn't have a bestie sleeping over this time and you know you and I couldn't see each other because I was just like way too sick. Like I didn't mm-hmm. want to get you or anybody else sick too. So I, I'm I'm really, really thankful for the way I showed up for me. So if you're listening to this, um, you know, it might not be a solo week, but it could be a weekend. Or maybe I actually had a friend of mine who uh, responded to a post I made on social where I was like, listen, guys, I've got nothing left. Everything I've got right now is for my little and what's left are my micro self-prioritization moments. Like whether that's a skincare or a hair care routine or a stretch downstairs while he's watching a show, like I'm not filming much content's not happening. I'm tired. And that's what's prioritized is my rest. And someone replied and was like sending you lots, actually lots of people replied and were saying like, I get it. We're sending you so many hugs. Like we've been there. And this one particular friend was sharing how, Um, her partner is eight weeks on for um, being away at work Mm, and six, uh, sorry, not weeks, eight days on being away and six days off and is at home. Mm, Like shift work. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's out of town or, or travels involved. So they're not home for eight days straight. And Mm -hmm. then they are for six. And I was like, man, that's like, that's half the year Mm -hmm. of doing it by yourself, even with a really strong partner, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and that's a lot of props again, where I'm just like, you are it because I like, I've only done it for a week and I know that it's challenging. I did it last year and it was challenging then, and I'm sure I'll do it again. But also the part of this comes to where I was telling you, Jodine of like, if, when he asks me this stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, hell yeah, go, you need to go. Mm-hmm. You need to go away for your, it's important. You got to meet these people. You got to be, make these connections. Like, and then I was telling you, I was like, but if ever he gave me like five days to run off and do my thing, I'd be like, oh, no, 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 I have to pack that lunch. I couldn't possibly. I couldn't <laughs> excuse possibly after excuse after yeah. excuse. Yes. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Do you feel like you'd do it? Like, would you go run off and do like a solo staycation or even if me and you went off? Like, would you do it? Yeah, I, I don't think I have. Um, I, I don't think I have that much difficulty uh, because I kind of had 
to rely on Neil so early on when I went back to work and I had to be so detached. So it made me trust him so much so early on where I kind of learned like if I could just I could just leave for a weekend even though I have never done it I ha- well that's the thing is that that's I what I'm haven't. saying you know you could and so do I mm-hmm. but neither of us ever have like I've gone no, away for a I day haven't. and a half with this bestie Katie that I was just mentioning so she and I went for a staycation in Montreal we went to the old port it was gorgeous we slept over at a hotel we ate at all the beautiful delicious like little restaurants and bistros and coffee shops for breakfast and drinks we had cocktails we uh, went to the spa we bought a spa package um it was fucking delicious but it was only a night mm, so yeah, yeah. Uh, for for all of the entirety of my baby's life I've been gone for a night <laughs> yeah it's crazy hey? so that's what I'm saying is like I also know my partner could cover me and here's the thing he would do without even fucking batting a, an eyelash Will would never hesitate from Will would do anything mm-hmm. he would do anything no differently than I would for him he would do anything for me so it's like I would just have to say the word, but do I say the words? No. <laughs> and th- that's going to change. <laughs> I think it's new for me because I never did that before. Yeah. So I think that's why it's like not high up on my to-do list because I sure. never really did that before. I always just did things with him. Like the two of us would right. go do things together. So I think that's what's different is it's just not something right. that I necessarily think about. Like I, Because I've never had a large group of girlfriends or anything like that so it was never something that was like oh I'll just go do this for a week like that just didn't really exist for me well Jodine Um. let me tell you I have spent years doing this shit with (laughs) the best besties and I'm I am local to you now that shit is about to change (laughs) Neil can stay home with that little one and you and I and say and Will with the little and and they can go hang with these children (laughs) and you and I are gonna go and do whatever for and at least two strong nights together. Do you hear me? Okay. People, we're okay. doing this. Okay. Well, we are going to wrap up this episode now too because we are about to go do some painting together. So yes, here so that we is, start. We have a, that's it. Jodine and I have put the, uh, drawn a line in the sand and we need to wrap this episode, you guys, because we are prioritizing Bestie Hangs and we're going to go do some <laughs> Turkish ceramic painting. But it's about an hour away. So we've got to hustle. We have to drive there. But hopefully with this episode, you've gained like a touch of insight on truly the intrinsic power that is possibly dormant within you possibly being held hostage by fucking anxiety as it was with me and let it free and realize just how much you've got this especially when you feel like you don't or when you're on your own or maybe that you don't like us you don't have a community necessarily you can lean on when you are you can do this and one thing I know for sure is we would love to hear from you right mm-hmm. like especially if you're a single mom we, we're love uh, we would love to do an interview with a single, yes. single mom out there so if you know a single mom or you are one or a single dad even um shoot us a message if you're open to that because we, we have so many questions we have so many questions if you're single mom or dad, and we also have so many questions if you've done single mom or dad-ing, even mm-hmm. for like a, a, a couple of days. Like we, we want to hear from you. This is a, like, do not hesitate. If the, if you are thinking to yourself, hmm, maybe I should write to them, then this is for you. <laughs> write to us. We want to hear from you. Yes, please. Yes, please. Well, thank you so much for, um, for Amanda. Thank you so much, Amanda, for- You're welcome for uh, me. <laughs> for, for sharing this with us. Um, like I said in the beginning, I am super proud of you for getting through this week. Um, I'm glad I could be there for you via text or bringing you dollars for parking or whatever the hell it is. Um, little thing. You have been there for us, girl. We are so grateful. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. Um, and thank you, everyone, for listening. This is Blame It on Mom Brain, and we'll catch you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Uh-
It's real, I swear. I know. <laughs> <sighs>